There was time now. There was, was all the time I needed. We always say that we're going to record the entire thing from the beginning, like as we're talking and then like, I don't know, we just don't. I think because we just get on here and start talking, we're like, oh, wait, we're supposed to be recording a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. We're not supposed to just be reminiscing and talking shit. That's what we're here for. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I just thought we'd like to get together and chit chat sometimes. Maybe books in the backdrop. Oh, look, look, Brad got me new boots. They're Sperry duck boots. And they're white. Yeah. Well, they're like ivory and like gray. See, well, let me move this. Oh, those are nice. I like they're them. like super I, I, nice. I wish you would show me them like off your foot because oh, on your foot, that's I probably a better it. idea. Yeah, because this yeah. is up so high and I'm only five three. Yeah. Oh yeah, I like those. Those are very yeah. These nice. are like so nice and they're like super warm. They're mm-hmm. slip resistant. See, look at that grip. Wow. So did you have to give them a hand job for that? Or is that like, does that like full blow job? Cause it's fairy. Oh, I, I didn't even realize that I could stop at a blow job. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I completely gave go all the way in. Okay. <laughs> I even made him dinner <laughs> afterwards or before. Oh, uh, we didn't make dinner before? during, during, during. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, it's, thanks for those boots. I'm going to make you dinner while you have sex with me. Yes. <laughs> That's the, that's the only way I make dinner. So the only way I can cook for you is if you're fucking me while I do it. Yeah. There you go. They're super nice. They're very comfortable when living in this basement. It's so cold. They keep my feet warm. So you keep them on the whole time you're in the basement. I keep, Yeah. Yeah. The whole time. And it, it's flooded down here before too. So it's nice that these are duck boots that they're rubber. So my feet well, won't get wet either. There you go. I like it. Remember when we tried to be consistent and <laughs> open our book club with welcome to Ayana and Crystal's book club. Every episode we intended to do that. Every episode it was written in an outline that I created for us. Yes. And I would say of 10 episodes that we've done it four or five times. Hey, that's consistency. <laughs> <laughs> we but we literally cannot get it together to even say seven words before we just go off on something stupid. But this week, actually this month, we're only going to do one episode because we are going to take a little holiday break um, since our time frame would have us recording on Christmas and we do actually have families. Yeah, well, I do. I don't know about you. I don't know what your situation is, what's going on with you. You know, we discussed that you might have a whole secret family or you might be dying alone in the basement. Who knows? I never know what's real and what's a joke with you anyway, (laughs) regardless. This month, we are keeping it light. We usually read a thriller for the month, but this month, since it's the ending of 2021, we decided to talk about our New Year's resolutions and just wrap up our year in reading today. Our book of the month was going to be Atomic Habits by James Clear, but I just cannot read a self-help book. I refuse to literally save your life. You can't <laughs> I no, to save my life. I couldn't do it. I refuse to be inspired or motivated. <laughs> I will not get got. You cannot make my life better. I refuse. No. I'll have yeah. none of it. I try. I really did try to read it and I can see its merits. And this was also not the first time that I've tried to read a self-help book. Uh, It's the only time that I can't finish. I just can't finish myself, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) Well, seriously, I I just, I couldn't do it. This is like, I want to say this was my third self-help book that I've tried and I just can't get past like any of it. There's, there's no finish for me this time. So um, it's okay. I mean, you can have a do not finish this, this time. I had one already this year, so you're allowed to have one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. I'm not going to shit all over this book though. (laughs) (laughs) Moving along. I'm going to talk so much shit on James Clear now. You know what? I liked the beginning and I liked because it started off and I thought like, okay, maybe this is just going to be like a memoir where he tells his story. And then along the way, reading his story is supposed to be what inspires you. But then he like starts outlining stuff that's like, do this, do this, change your habits, stop being a piece of shit, save money, stop living in your parents' basement. You should probably investigate ending your life. You know, these things. So basically, it was just a clear attack on you personally. So personally, we wrote this with me in mind specifically. This is one of my favorite books. um, And we talked about it. I talked about it in a premiere episode. So before we get into the reasons why you hated it for all of the reasons why I loved it, let me give you a quick summary. Now, unlike you, I did not write a summary, a mind blowing, you know, my own personal take on a summary. I'm going to let Goodreads do that for you. <laughs> so I That's your going- trauma talking. I gave you an opportunity. I said, Hey, I'm not going to, I didn't read this book. So you're going to write a beautiful summary, but I knew because of yeah. your trauma that you mentioned in the premiere episode. Yes. Thanks, mom. Once to- again, for my therapy bill and for my trauma. Thank you. <laughs> Can't even write a summary for a podcast with one of my friends. <laughs> it should have been fun. And now here I am stressing it, out. It felt too much like a book report. So I couldn't do it. <laughs> so anyway, here's the good read summary. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's like very, very long. So I'll pick and choose. But it says, no matter your goals, Atomic Habits offers a proven time frame or framework for improving every day. James Clear One of the world's leading experts on habit formation reveals practical strategies that will teach you exactly how to form good habits, break old ones, and master the tiny behaviors that lead to remarkable results. If you're having trouble changing your habits, the problem isn't you. It isn't you, Crystal. The problem is your system. Bad habits repeat themselves again and again, not because you don't want to change, but because you have the wrong systems for change. You do not rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So he gives, throughout the book, he gives proven um, methods that you can use and to change your habits and install tiny habits in order to create lasting habits that can there therefore change your life. The reason why I like the book is probably, again, because the reason that you don't like it, I liked having the, I mean, even though this is not something that's new, if you've read a self-help book before, it's just different verbiage, but it's the same thing. But I like how he broke it down into like change tiny habits every day or not even every day, but like change tiny habits where you will accumulate that life change. Because sometimes people just say like, you know, just change your habit, whatever you did, do the opposite and you will 
you know, succeed. And sometimes that looks too grand or too big for people. You know what I mean? Just saying like, okay, do one little thing. If you want to wake up, let's say you want to be a part of that 5am club where you waking up at 5am every day, start. If you normally get, get out the bed at eight, get out at 7.59. You know what I mean? Like it's just the mental rewiring of yourself to say like, okay, 7.59 didn't feel that bad. And somebody would be like, okay, you got out of 7.59. That's stupid. You know what I mean? But in your mind, you're showing yourself, okay, I can do that. Let me push the clock back a little bit more each time where now it doesn't, you know, because if you go from eight to five, that's crazy. You're some, most people can, but most people can't just jump that far and say, I'm going to do it every single day. You're going to either burn out. That's why new year's resolutions usually die by February or March. You know what I mean? The gyms are jam packed in January and then they're dead again. I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. I hate it so much. It's like, okay, every year, even the thought of a new year's resolution is a gimmick at this point. You know what I mean? It's really a gimmick because you can change your your habits and change your life any time of the year. You don't have to work for the new year. That's just a gimmick way of somebody saying like, oh, it's the time set. Like, let's do it now. You know what I mean? I the like- new year, new you. Exactly. Yeah. Now there's a slogan. It's, yeah, it's, mar- it's marketing. And who's even profiting from that? Why are you marketing yeah. that? Yeah, I, I just don't understand. So for me, I just felt like he gave- actual science he broke it down to science and then he just broke it down to basics that you understood like how to do things to really change those bad habits so have you put that in practice like is there anything that you've done that like you could use it as an example that like you changed and like it stuck with you yeah so um, we you know I talk to you about it all the time but journaling was one of the things that um I started to implement in the morning because if anybody like really, really, really knows me, I'm not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Like I'm not, I don't like to talk in the morning. I don't like, especially before coffee, like I can't do it. So what I started to do, and I used to be, the first thing I used to do is just get on my phone in the morning, like lay in the bed and just scroll Instagram, which makes you feel even worse about yourself because it's, you know, everybody's curated life that you're looking at and you're just laying in the bed wishing you can get up and do something. (laughs) So what I decided to do was just, instead of reaching for the phone, I would just start writing. Just, I started very small, like writing a sentence, like how I feel today. I feel good today I feel bloated today I feel like shit you know what I mean like it started just that but writing something down before I even touched the phone like how do I actually feel you know what I mean and then I was like okay well let me get into if I said okay I feel good well why do I feel good let's talk about that and it turned into like okay well how do you want the day to be let's list out my goals and when I when I went back and read like how I started and where I'm at now and things that I wanted and I uh, wanted to change about my life or like implement or goals that I wanted to meet, it helped me to actually kind of like visualize and put those things into perspective. But it was like changing slowly the habit of instead of laying in the bed, scrolling Instagram and then rolling out of bed and going to a job that I hated <laughs> to make myself feel even worse. I mean, it's true. It, was it always true. comes back to that job that you hated. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you understood it. You know what I mean? So it was oh, like, yeah, I hate working. It's horrible. <laughs> but no, I mean, but when you hate working in a place where you like, you actually hate the job. Yeah, it feels I mean, like a prison. Yeah. It feels yeah. like you're in, in jail. And it's like, who wanted to feel like that? So I felt like that book gave me an insight to try something different. And that's what I implemented. So I felt like that was I think that. I think that I could have used this book maybe like five years ago because like I did a lot of this stuff. So like I've lost a lot of weight. I used to drink like you would not believe I used to smoke a pack a day was just like the absolute poster child for an unhealthy party, a good time, a party, a heart attack (laughs) waiting to happen. Just, yeah, you couldn't threaten me with a good time, but Mm -hmm. I, I did this, but I didn't do it. I wasn't like a new year, new you type. I, mm-hmm. I did make a new year's resolution in 2017. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just, you know, make a couple of healthier choices, cut back coffee, whatever. But then when I actually started hey, going first to the of all, gym, calm down with the coffee. Oh, <sighs> I drank, I, I drank like probably five or six cups a day like and like cups I mean like 12 to 24 ounce like cups yeah I only do it was a lot it was bad one cup a a day but I hate when people come for the coffee maybe because I'm so passionate I was gonna say you're like really sensitive you're very triggered right now don't you come for my coffee people come for coffee like it's crack (laughs) like no you know what what's crazy is because on the um when I was signing up to go to therapy or whatever, and it asked you things like, have, do you do any drugs? And it was like, <laughs> it was like marijuana, um, heroin, crack, cocaine, cocaine coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was caffeine. I don't so think I, it was coffee specifically. No, it felt like it said specifically coffee, but yes, it said caffeine, it be, but still. And it was also exactly worded how you take your coffee. So it was like <laughs> coffee, one cream, two sugars. <laughs> <laughs> I, I felt attacked. What is like, this? It, it is in the list of and like how many, how many cups per day? Like wow. Ooh, so, so so I checked no to heroin, but I checked yes to caffeine, and now it's like oh, we gotta detox her first before she comes to this therapy session. I, I wish that our listeners could see that you literally put your hands up. <laughs> Like, like, whoa, whoa, don't come from my coffee. Yes. <laughs> like, you are just feel. on the defense right now. Yes. I am so triggered by people that are like, you know, coffee is bad for you. <laughs> you know what it's else not. is bad for you? Fucking living in this world. <laughs> the, the Driving a car is bad for you. The, the pollutants and stuff that get in your lungs, like literally everything. Microwave food is really bad for you. It's been proven exactly. to cause stomach cancer. Plastics, you know what I mean? Just There's way worse things for you than coffee. Uh, well, yeah. I do think that there's a benefit because a lot of studies show that like having uh, caffeinated green tea, having a cup of coffee, like, but it has to be like absolute moderation. Like the amount that I was drinking was not healthy. But yeah. when I made the decision to start going to the gym was when we turned the clocks back because I was like, I want to go before work, but mm-hmm. to go from waking up at six thirty, seven o'clock to commit to getting up at 530 It's just too much when you're not used to it. But when we turn the clocks back, you gain an hour of sleep that night anyway. So my body was already in tune with it. So I just woke up technically an hour early, but it didn't feel like it was an hour early. So that was something I used to my benefit. And then I just made little 
changes. I started off, I was like, okay, I'm going to go for like an hour, three times a week. Now I go for three hours every day of the week. Well, it's become you replaced, my new addiction. You, you, you replaced your coffee with exercise. I did. Yeah, I really did. And I, I talked to my doctor about that and she was like, well, you know, you can't have too much of a good thing. Like you do realize that you're breaking down your joints and your muscles. And I was like, I know, and I'm going to build bigger muscles. <laughs> like I'm breaking them down to tear yeah. them. It's like a bad, a bad relationship. You tear them down to build them up. Yes. That's exactly what I'm doing to my body. Now I'm tearing it down and I'm going to build it back up. I'm making it tear it down again. <laughs> and I'm going to tear it down again. Just wait yeah. and see what I look like in 10 years. It's going to be rough. I'm sure. <laughs> so, this is the third episode where you have laughed until you cry. <laughs> rough, I'm sure. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I don't know. But <laughs> I, I wish I knew what was wrong with me. But I think that like, I do think that we all intend to go into the new year, maybe incorporating these things. I just, I think that I would have liked this book had I not already made such drastic changes because I've had people say like, you're absolutely not the same person you were five years ago. And it's true. I'm not like, I would have never like been comfortable enough to like do a podcast where like I talk openly about, you know, how fucked up I am (laughs) five years ago. Because I, mean, I was in denial about how fucking weird I was. I don't think you do it overly, but you do it in a, a very funny way. Like, good. <laughs> but I think that there's a lot of things that I have changed that it would have been nice to get the encouragement, I think, from a book. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and I understand that. It, I know personally for me that um, uh, self-help books are not for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, I know that most people don't, especially some self-help books, it's like the same rigmarole, the same like verbiage spit to you in a different package. You know what I mean? And I I get that. I understand that. I think for me, it's like one thing that I have a tendency to do is, is what I have anxiety. So I tend to run negativity in my head a lot. You know what I mean? So like reading the self-help books helps me to like change what's already in there. You know what I mean? Like to like, like redirect your thoughts that they're not just negative. Yes, exactly. And, and, and train myself and like unlearn like the bad habits that I have of like self-deprecating sometimes, like not intentionally. It's just I doubt myself, you know, I told you about that, like my creative side. Sometimes I'm like, you're like, you're, what you do is very good. Great. It's amazing. And I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It, you know, I don't know. Uh, it's like, something. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like reading certain types of self-help books help me to get the words from being like, you know, so crappy about myself to like something positive. Do you think that part of that though is because like, I mean, we were raised obviously very different, but I think that there are some similarities. Like, I think that like we were raised that women are not supposed to be sort of arrogant and like boastful. So like anytime I say something that's like, I catch myself. I'm like, wow, I should like be more humble. But then I'm like, no, like I should be proud. Like what I've accomplished you know, in my 
what, almost 10 year career at in this industry and mm. still at an entry level, I should be so proud. <laughs> See, but there you go. You like coming down again. But my thing is like, no, we really, as women in general, like not just, and I feel like I, it's our error. And even though we're different, very different timeframes, but it's still that scene like basic error that tells you like, you know, be nice, be humble, be, you know, gracious. And I like how the younger people now are taking back that saying like, no, brag on yourself, like talk about what you're doing, like, you know, be your own cheerleader because no one else is going to do it for you. And I, I like that. I do like that. So yeah, I feel like that, that, that I get a lot of the things that I didn't have growing up from self-help books and not all of them. Some of them don't resonate with me. Some of them I read and I'm just like, eh, you, you know, that's how I feel about all of them. See, but I maybe don't... that's my narcissism coming out that I read some of this and I'm like, I don't fucking need you, James. I did all this myself. But then I, I do see that maybe one, I really do think I would have benefited from having this as like encouragement, because even when you set a goal, it starts to feel a little lofty at, at points where you're like, I might as well just go back to drinking a case of Bud Light every night because that was easy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Now I think of that and I'm like, wow, I, if I had to go back to that, I was drinking easily six to 12 beers, like a night. I couldn't do it now. I got to get back in. The, I got to get back in drinking shape. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You went on a tangent on, on the, <laughs> my subject. alcohol tolerance is so <laughs> low. Now I get a buzz from one beer. I also just feel like sometimes, you know, it's just good to read maybe books about maybe if it's not a self-help, maybe it's like a memoir or something like that of like people that are doing things that you want to do, because especially when you get to a certain age, you feel like you haven't accomplished all your goals. You start thinking like, Oh, well just settle for less. But uh, like, Again, it's for me, my self-talk, like, no, I, I don't want to settle for less. I'd rather die trying than not have tried at all. Like literally, like I, I, I don't want to settle. I'm not mediocre. I'm not made for mediocreness. Like I, I'm made for greatness. And sometimes it's like, I like to read about people, especially like people who've done things later on in their life or, you know, have gone through their uh, adversity and came oh, through it miraculously, you know, like whatever. I like those type of books. So this one was just resonated with me as far as like changing habits and journaling was very impactful for me and putting, implementing that habit and, and saying, okay. And it was like, what's, what's one thing that you wish that you could do? Cause sometimes we think about this grand, like I want to change everything. You know what I mean? I want to change smoking, eating, uh, my shape, my, the way I talk, I want to read 50, 60, 70 books in a month or whatever it is. But just, I like how he broke it down and say, just take it one step at a time, like a little bit. And, but that little thing of me just writing first thing in the morning, how I felt that was, that's how it started. It just was like, before you pick up your phone, just write a sentence. I feel like crap. I feel great. I feel bloated. I feel tired. I'm going back to sleep. You know what I mean? Whatever it was. And then I built from there to journaling has been one of the most impactful things in my life. And it started from me reading this book. Do you go back and read your journal entries? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And that's how I kind of take a look and see like, wow, I came a long way. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you don't oh, that's see, cool. sometimes you don't see where you've 
like, especially like things that I was afraid of, like I'm afraid of to speak to whatever or put myself out here or start this or quit or, you know, whatever those fears and then seeing like, oh, I actually did that. And and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. So it kind of puts you in a mindset of sometimes you got to get over your fears because it might be good. Even if it's not bad, at least you tried something, you know what I mean? But seeing it on paper and seeing how you felt to where you are now and going back and looking like those things you were mulling over or bad days you had, you can even see, like, if you write down your bad days, maybe there was a trigger, maybe there's a pattern, maybe, you know what I mean? I've noticed like the weekend before, you know, my menstrual, I'm a raging, (laughs) crazy person. (laughs) You also notice, like, do you also notice, are you like hungrier that week too? Oh, of course. Yeah. God, that week I'm so hungry. (laughs) Like give me all of this. I'm a, I'm a cookie cake person too. Like I don't normally don't eat sweets. Yeah. I can take them and leave them usually. Oh no. I, I need some brownies like freshly made at home. (laughs) Like I don't want anything store bar. I want to get into the kitchen and like whip up some brownies, some cookies (laughs) fresh from the oven. It's like, like so funny how like your like period cravings and stuff too are like also oddly specific. Like they're not yeah. gross. Like you hear about like pregnancy cravings yeah. down like combinations that are gross. Mm-hmm. I think that period cravings are just so oddly specific. I miss your mom's cookies. So if you're like driving around handing out cookies this holiday, tell oh, her I, I can said, be. Tell her I said what's up because your mom's be. cookies are delicious. I started at this new company and there's a lot of people from our old company there. And one of the first things that one of the guys uh, said to me was, I'm so excited to get back in an office to have your mom's cookies. I cannot wait because I'm assuming you're going to bring me some. Oh, yeah. I would just give you some. Yeah. 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 I can't wait that she starts um, making cookies. cookies. Yeah. Get her back in the kitchen where she belongs. So along those lines, did you make any New Year's resolutions in 2021? No, I mean, I don't really do New Year's resolutions. What I normally like to do is like a vision board for the year. And I may put things on the vision board that was there last year that maybe, you know, didn't manifest in in my life. But I try not to do resolutions or quote unquote resolutions because I feel like I, I never had luck with saying I'm making a new year's resolution because it just doesn't work for me that way. I'm more, I'm more of a visual person. Like I have to see it. I have to see it in order for me to like visualize it and like actively work towards that lifestyle. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is I'm trying to Vision boards are like proven to work too. Yeah. Like I do it and I um, hang it up on the wall in, in my bedroom. <laughs> so it's the first have, thing you see in the morning. Yeah, it's the first thing I see. Uh, sometimes I don't even notice it because it's there. You know what I mean? But I'll like end up looking at it and I write affirmations on it too. Like, so I put different affirmations on the vision board. So I don't know. I just feel like for me, I have to see it because I have to remind myself, okay, you know, I, I have, I put mine in sections like, what for personal development and like financial and spiritual and relationship and stuff like that. Financial so, make Kyle get another job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All the jobs for Kyle. Also spiritual 
get him out of the house (laughs) 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 so that I can have a moment's peace and just some zen constantly because he's working two jobs. (laughs) We're doing really well. I want, I need him to work three. (laughs) Why stop there? Well, you make them kids work too. Oh yeah. Well, that's a given financials, but those kids to work. That, they were working since the day they, you know, the doctor cut them umbilical cord. Like, okay, they're untethered. rise and grind. Like, they're untethered. Yes, go get a job. <laughs> no reason for you to not contribute. I didn't yeah. have you for my health. Right. So are you going to make any for 22? Are, are you going to add anything new to your vision board? Um, I think so. I think um, this year, since... I feel like there's things that I really need to accomplish and I really need to do. I think I'm going to, this vision board for 22 is going to be very specific. So I'm going to bring things over from the old one from 21, but I think 22 is going to be like very, very dialed in on what exactly it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause I think you have a pretty clear picture. You did a lot in 2021. I did actually. I'm you not, really did. You know, not to not to be uh, braggadocious, but yeah, yeah, be a narcissist for once. Just you know what pisses me off though when people brag about stuff that like you really shouldn't be bragging about it. Here's good. the thing about you. Then I know you don't like to you know give yourself credit, but I'm gonna give yourself. Credit. I refuse to. You actually put yourself out there. You were just at a horrible company. That's true. That didn't respect women at all unless you were a diversity hire where they can move you up you know what I mean like that's it I feel like when you're at a place where they actually value and they take your work you you work you have you do quality work and you want to excel you know what I mean so I, I feel like you will excel you were just in a horrible company that's true that's true. And I think yeah. I made a lot of changes. Like there were a couple of things. One I started at that job at like 22. When you're 22, you're young, you're immature You're still in that mindset of every single day the world ends, you know, that like you're very young and you're stupid and you're immature, but at 22, you don't see yourself as being immature, but you are, but you are. I think think that reputation kind of came with me. And I also was drinking way too much at certain points and coming to work hungover. So that really didn't help me either. So you went through, you know, growing up while you were there. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, when I look back on it now, I'm like, yes, part of it is that that company itself was really shitty, but the other part of it is that I was really immature and it's hard to kind of shake that image. Although I will say that I started with a couple of guys, same age as me, just as immature as I was, and they're moving right on up. So not really sure why we can forgive it from guys. I mean, you know how it is. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make any New Year's resolutions or anything this year. I don't think now, so. Now, do, are you on the board of doing a vision board? Do you think you want to do a vision board? I've thought about it. And I've thought about starting to journal too, because you've recommended it. Um, obviously, you don't get to be this crazy without having at least one therapist. Yeah. Um, my therapist <laughs> has recommended it. So. Yeah. Um, because she said that it's a... And she said this all on her own. She was like, it's a really good idea for when like your mind starts to go dark. And then I was like, wait a minute. I never said my mind was dark. She's like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been seeing you long enough. Let's be she's honest. Like, I can tell by the 
jokes you tell <laughs> with air quotations for the people at home, but the quote unquote jokes you tell. Quote unquote jokes. Now they yeah. are mostly, I treat my therapy sessions as if they're just 50 minutes of an audience of one at my stand up special. And sometimes she laughs. I have caught her before coming really close to like a full cry laugh because I've said so. And she's almost at the point of being like, I need to excuse myself. <laughs> Hold on. Bad connection. Cause we do it via Skype. Hold on. Bad connection. Let me, and, and that probably bring it back you. So you're like, I got to get my material together. I'm going to make her cry. Laugh one day. <laughs> I got to, I got to write this stuff down. So start journaling your jokes. Oh, <laughs> there for her. that's what I should. I've taken it to heart. I've started journaling and here's the material that I have for you. And then if she's like, you don't have to read me your journal entries. No, 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 no. no. I do. This is part of my therapy. You suggested it. I need to make it work. She, the, the therapist that I've seen the longest, she like is going to, she's indicated to me, she's going to take some sort of like sabbatical or something to do like research or some, some shit. I Wait. think it's just her way of getting rid of me being like, saying, look, she doesn't want to do it anymore because <laughs> she did pass me off onto somebody new and she called it a specialist, but come on. <laughs> I bet you she did. <laughs> and you're going to go in the building one day, like, be like, I, I just want to drop this paper off, work off. And she's still going to be there. Like, she's going to be like, oh, you, like, you, just, oh, you weren't supposed to be here. Now. I thought, I thought all your appointments were virtual. What? Yeah. Are you, what are you doing here? Well, my very first therapist retired almost immediately after meeting me. So I didn't take that personally. Lord. I'm making them all quit. That's my 2022. I'm going to wait until I get to the final boss of therapists. Who is that? Like Dr. (laughs) Phil? I guess. I guess. I don't know any other like famous psychiatrist or psychologist. I don't either. Um, so anyway, so 2021 is almost over, over. We achieved a lot this year and we hope you did too, guys, but this is a book club. So I am curious, Crystal, did you read as many books as you wanted to this year? Yeah, I think I did. I think I, I didn't read as many as I did during the pandemic. Uh, well, obviously we're still in a pandemic. I'm not yeah. ignorant, but like, you know what I mean? When we were in lockdown. It's, it's very, so many variables right now. So I know we're there's definitely a- still in. We're, we're working our way through the Greek alphabet. So yes, I don't know exactly. what comes after that. Uh, Alex Migalides is about to write a book about this. <laughs> Naming all of his characters after variants. We should write that book. Oh my we God, should. we'd be canceled immediately. Um, Literally every idea we have is going to get us canceled immediately. And I love it. I feel like we should do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Megan the Stallion, come with us on this journey. <laughs> so... I, I didn't read as many as I did when we were locked down in the pandemic. Yeah. Now that we're at this point of the pandemic, I still read a good bit. I think I, I think I did. Did you read as much as you wanted to this year? No, I definitely didn't read as much as I wanted to this year. Um, I, I'm like, like yourself, the lockdown definitely was like my best reading year in a long time, but um, I still did a good, good bit. Now, out of the books that you did read this year, what was the best book that you read? I I really thought about this and I got to say, I think it was The Silent Patient. Oh, really? I really do. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I really love The Silent Patient as well. That was a good read. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to go against the grain here and say animal. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about animal. Like I really felt like animal was one of those books. The reason being is because even though we've read the silent patient and we like read that ingested yeah. it in like a day, I love like, it. I, well, it, it was amazing. It, it was well-written. It was amazing. That was her, but animal had me like texting you every five minutes. Like you remember you, I was just reading the book. You oh, weren't even yeah. gonna read. It wasn't a book club read. It well, was yeah, you a- kept texting me like, "Oh, oh my god, this book! Oh, you shouldn't read it because it's not good yeah. for somebody that's as fucked yeah. up as you." But like, it's really good. Like, oh, but like, you shouldn't like, read it. And then I was, I was like, like "But I now want- I want to." I was giving you all kinds of like warning, 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 warning. But please, <laughs> it was like it was like somebody's trying to give somebody like this new kind of drug that they love. But I'm like, I don't want you to get hooked on it and like, you know, start sucking dick in the alleyway. But I do want you to try it. So I'm going to leave it here on the desk. Yeah. No, I'm like, I want to leave it here on the desk. I'm going to walk away. If you happen to pick it up, let me know what you think about it. (laughs) Now, this is my copy. This is mine. I did bring it here. But I don't want you ever tracing this back to me. Should somebody ask you about it? I'm just going to put it on the floor. I'm going to walk away. If it disappears, it disappears, but it needs to come back after. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I I paid for this. So I'm going to need you to give me this book back. Oh, that to me, just because it was, I don't think I've ever read a book that messed up (laughs) before. I've never read anything like it. I've never read anything like it. Now, with that being said, would you read another book by her? Yes. So I was going to say that, like, I have three women, the not, uh, not, you know, three women in the basement. Yeah. I'm not like yeah, yeah. that. Okay. Yes. Her I, other book. Yes. I would but have I three men in the not, basement. It's not on the scene. It's, it's like more of a, it's like a slice of life type thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I really liked her writing style. So I mm-hmm. am, I swear I'm going to read that at some point in 2022, that's definitely on my shelf because I'm just curious, like how she handles something totally different. You know what I mean? Like a a whole different genre, pretty much. Yeah. I liked how I liked her writing style that she was pretty much just very matter of fact, like, "Eh." and then I fed a fetus to coyotes. Oh, and then I uh, I was raped seven times, like (laughs) in a gas station. Yeah, like it it just that I think that was what drew me to it, but also like immediately repulsed me. <laughs> it is one of those things that as you're reading it, you're like, oh God, I gotta stop. This is fucking trash. And then you're like, but it's not. This is really good. <laughs> yes. It was like, why is she so sick? But why can't I put this down? <laughs> it's like when I was like 13 or 14 and I saw the Saw movie for the first time, and I was like, oh, this is sick. I should turn this off. Never saw it. Oh, you, you can't, you can't watch those. Yeah, no. Yeah. You couldn't watch those. They're, they like, they're, they're not, they're not meant for people that are like as squeamish as you. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, is there anything on your to be read list that you swear that you're going to read in 22? Like, is there a book that you know you're going to get to? Yeah, I'm going to do, I'm absolutely going to get to three women and then, um, what else is up there? Oh, it's New Waves. My brother recommended it. And I keep meaning to start that. And I just haven't. Okay. So what's on what's on your shelf? What's an absolute? Um, well, 
I will probably be reading a ton of self self-help books <laughs> and I'll, I'll explain a little bit more in a bit once you make an announcement that we're going to make about the trajectory of the podcast but um there is Shonda Rhimes book the year of yes um I heard great things about that book so I think I'm going to put that on my must get it done in 2020 2022 yeah yeah I did I I like Shonda Rhimes so that sounds pretty good I didn't know she wrote a book yeah we we did say in 2021 I mean we've been saying it probably like two or three years since I grew on you like the cancer that I am we said we were gonna start a podcast Mm -hmm. and we did did. let's manifest some more dreams for 2022 oh please please let Megan the Stallion become my friend (laughs) I want Megan the Stallion to be my friend so bad you're so close you're so close eventually she's gonna respond to all these dms she's gonna unblock me on instagram and respond to all my dms I can just feel it Create that fake account so you can just follow her some more. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. I didn't realize that was an option. Yeah, I'm going to make You're a bunch a of real fake stalker. accounts. You know, a real stalker has like four or five backup accounts and like ready to, you know, stalk because you get it blocked from the main account. No, I just want her to tell me what's in her hottie sauce. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So once I figure that out, I guess we'll be friends. So we also wanted to let our listeners know that after this month, we're going to, I mean, we pretty much have been exclusively reading like thrillers, horror mysteries, but we've been throwing it out there and like kind of toying around with the idea of doing different things. But we kind of learned after the self-help thing here that I'm just not going to do that. And I'm sure neither one of us could make it through a romance, but We're going to stick to thrillers, horror, mysteries, really just psychologically sick and impactful books. Yeah, because that's where we resonate. That's where we live. That's our heart. (laughs) That's our heart. That's that's what's inside of us. (laughs) I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah, this sick, twisted, dark. (laughs) I mean, if if you go back a couple episodes, if they heard our fan fiction, that's the only that's thing true. you could possibly say. And that is just the tip of the iceberg. That is 10% yeah. of, of that is this. what was recorded. <laughs> some of the stuff that we've said, but you know what? I think we need to give ourselves some credit because in addition to being sick and twisted, we also one time almost cried at a coffee shop together. So we do that's have, true. That's yeah, true. we do have yeah. our moments. Yeah. But I guess from an outsider's perspective, just somebody walking by her be like, it's fucking 11 on a Saturday. What? What are you doing at a coffee shop crying? At a coffee shop? You also both got coffee and you're sitting there with books? Jesus Christ, I'm going to hit you with my car right now. Well, that's for them judging us. But yeah, Yeah, honestly, yeah, get off of that. And I feel like um, we want to also let the listeners know you don't have to read the book in order to enjoy this banter that we're talking about. Yes, we're talking about books, but we're going to, Crystal's going to give you those sweet, sweet summaries every time. We do give a disclaimer out before you listen that we will spoil it. We're going to talk about it in detail. It would be fun if people listen with us and talk and I'm sorry, read with us and, you know, can understand what we're talking about but if you don't want to if you just want to hear us talk about books and and in our sick twisted way that we do definitely 
definitely tune in. We're going to still do our bi-monthly um, recordings each month. So we'll do part one where we read half of the book, talk about that, and then part two where we sum it all up. Hopefully next year we get some guests on to talk about um, some short stories or, you know, read the book with us and get in here and on some of these conversations. Hopefully we'll, we'll start doing some social events on, you know, Facebook live and think, or Instagram live with whatever, and get some more of you guys to participate because we definitely want to connect with you, the listeners. We need to connect with you guys. So I'm looking forward to 2022. We do need a book for January. So listeners DM us at ACBC podcast on Instagram. Like I said, we want to hear from you guys. We want to connect. We want to know what you want us to read. So we are niching it down to thrillers, horrors, psychological thrillers, mysteries. Tell us what you want us to read and talk about. Yeah. What should we read next? We really do love hearing from our listeners and you should follow us you should dm us you should also like follow and subscribe because we are available on most streaming services so again please dm us we love it i love it i love getting messages from people it makes me so happy and i actually do I really do. Even when like there were a couple that like were they seemed like they were trolling us and we are untrollable so go ahead have at it try to get us You can't offend us. You don't watch Game of Thrones or anything, but there's a line in there. I say it about my my grandfather, not my grandfather with Alzheimer's. I love him dearly. He's a hot mess and I love him. But my other grandfather, not so much, but he's going to live forever because he's a terrible person and the most horrible people always do. So my brother and I joke the Game of Thrones line is that what is dead may never die. So oh, we wow. say he's completely dead inside. So what is dead may never die. Wow. That is, I'm going to use that now. It's a Game that. of Thrones thing. So you'd sound yeah. smart saying it. If you're like, what is dead may never die. People are going to be like, oh yeah, sweet. What's your Game of Thrones house? And then you and can I'll be, be like, like mm. I'll be like six feet. It's still a pandemic. Get back up, please. <laughs> <laughs> or you should just scoff at them. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I say this to point the nerds out. I knew this. I knew it. Nobody's ever wanted to have sex with you. (laughs) On that note. On that note, please follow us. ACBC Podcast. Yes. All right. Bye.